Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 83 of Histories of the Unexpected, the show in which we demonstrate how everything, and absolutely everything we mean, even the most unexpected of subjects, has a history, like flight, print, or punk, or stone. I'm going to tell you all about that later on. Mm. We'll be following the links in our minds as we come across them, explaining how those histories link together in unexpected ways. Who knew... Who knew, for example, Sam, who knew that accidents is in fact all about the history of childhood, summertime, and historical causation? Oh. Think about those accidents in the past oh, that have led you. to a chain of events. Oh, that, that's all about like... that. Henry VIII falling off a horse, for oh, example. Yeah. Well, that's great. Although the history of bells yeah. is about the Nazis, it's about social control, and it's about the Reformation. And propaganda. Don't forget that. Propaganda as well. Uh, the man sitting opposite me is the Napoleon of not now. <laughs> it's Professor Extraordinaire of Early Modern British History at Plymouth University. It's James Daybell. Hello, James. Hello, Sam. I think that is actually one of the best. <laughs> Thank you. Come up with for ages. Uh, the man sitting opposite me is the gladiator of great deeds done. That's good as well. <laughs> it is It is the famous historical adventurer, Dr. Sam Willis. Now, um, each week we take it in turns to come up with a with a with a theme and to discuss it. Uh, this week we're doing something slightly differently. We are doing a summer brainstorm. A sort of cat little catch up. Little catch up what we're doing and also um coming up with new ideas. So yes. if you're listening to this, do hit us up on Twitter at unexpected pod and come up with your own ideas. And um, people have been coming up with things over the last few months. Um we've had soap. We've had somebody tweeted us today soap's saying that brilliant. Soap's all about animals. Parp Parp, parp, two parps. I didn't quite get it, but um, but we'll look into okay. that. Two parps, biscuits, or oh. sandbag and the lamp. Okay. I remember. Yeah, we've had all sorts of little coffee switching, switching. Yeah, switches, switches, and switching. I want to do stone. Hmm. So I was I was at Powderham Castle yes. last night, uh, where we are doing University of Plymouth and the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, Cornerstone Heritage and Pen Design have a big project looking at the history of Powderham Castle as it transforms from a medieval castle into a an 18th century prodigy house. And we had Stuart last night. Stuart is an archaeologist who came along to tell us about Devon Stone. Right. It was extraordinary. 
what this man does not know about stone is not worth knowing. Mm. He could look at a building and he could spot all the different stones and then date them and say, this came from here, this came from there. So he gave us this blinding lecture. It's quite granity, isn't it? It's, gra- it's gran- granite it's, from it's Dartmoor. All, it's all, it's all oh. sorts. It's all sorts of things. Oh, okay. It's all sorts of things. So we we had this lecture for about an hour. I turned up late, so I missed the first half. <laughs> um, but it was very stony. Okay. And then afterwards, we did a tour round the outside of the castle, and mm. this guy just basically said this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and this, and he sort of was able to spot all the different types of stone. So we should do something on stone. Yeah, I'm interested in breaking stones. When I was in China recently, we we were oh where was I? I was um it was a very very early it's near Chengdu. I'm really talking off the top of my head now. An amazing river system, and they needed to stop the river system flooding the area, um, which became like one of the mo- most important areas for agricultural growth in China. Right, and they did they they diverted the river to stop it flooding, but they had to do it by basically creating a valley. Um, through a mountain, and so they were breaking rocks two thousand years ago, um, heat and water. Um, interesting ways of doing right. it, and drilling as well. I did a bit of drilling. Mm. Um, so breaking stones, an interesting carving in stone. I'm always Throwing fascinated by pe- stoning people. Stoning people's cool, isn't it? Actually, weapons. Well, it's stones cool. Weapons. It's not cool, but interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's cool. No, no, no. cool historical subject. Yes. Um, an intriguing subject. Yeah. Um, carving sculpture. Carving buildings. sculpture. There are some. There are some amazing reliefs of ships somewhere near the Red Sea. And I was reading an article recently about someone who believed that they were Viking ships. Ooh. And for uh, for a while, there was some kind of belief that these these were... They almost look like kind of water boatmen. They're oval in shape with, with bits sticking out, which were the oars. And everyone accepts that they're ships, but there's a bit of a debate about whether they're Viking ships or not. Um, we know the Vikings did go... Um, did have ships. We know the Vikings had <laughs> ships. Thank you, Sam Willis, historian. Um, and, Several different types and, of ships. And that they explored, but we don't necessarily think they actually managed to get that far and to portage their ships, to carry their ships from the Mediterranean to the Red Sea. Right. Um, I'm getting all excited about Vikings at the moment. I'm getting excited well. about Vikings. And that they're great for stone because of the um, yep. the, the rune stones, carving, yes. um, so much stuff. Slates really important with Viking um, Viking studies. Um, we've got some wonderful uh, sort of early graffiti of Viking attacks mm. in Ireland, monasteries in Ireland. Okay, I'll do stone. Okay, fragments you were talking about. No scraps, S- scraps, scraps. I think that's brilliant. So scraps could be about scrapbooking. So it's about memory. It's about yeah. so that's also, a deliberate scrap. But that's, also that's fragments that are left. Like we did Oxyrhynchus yeah. and the and the papyri um, Tell us about this. project. Do you remember when we looked at rubbish and the scraps of f- fragments of papyri? That, oh that, yes, um, yeah, yeah. That survived in that in the sort there, of there millions of them are there. Yeah, in the ancient rubbish. So also scraps of information. So the scrap that I scrap heap. I came across was I'm going to talk about Blackbeard again. I seem to always talk about Blackbeard, but in excavating this ship, which they think might have been Blackbeard's flagship, the Queen Anne's Revenge, they mm. found a scrap of a book inside one of the cannons. So they're they're raising bits of stuff from the wreck site, and they mm. took a cannon, and inside the, the cannon's muscle was a scrap of a book, which is really exciting because that tells us what they might have been reading. Or not, because they were throwing it away and using it to fire out of cannons. Yes. Um, so, but nonetheless, before that, the book came from it, it's a um, 
a book by a guy called Edward Cook and from 1712, and it was called A Voyage to the South Sea and Round the World, performed in the years 1708, 1709, 1710, and 1711. So it's one of these early English voyage narratives describing his adventures on an expedition that was made by two ships, the Duke and the Duchess, which sailed from Bristol in 1708. The expedition leader was a guy called Captain Woods Rogers, who was very famous for capturing pirates, actually, in the Caribbean. So anyway, it gives us a sense of just this tiny scrap, gives us a sense of what Blackbeard and his men might have been reading. I think that's great. I think that's fantastic. That's got to be up your street as well as a historian. Of oh, books. To- totally up my street. Totally up my street. Um, I think we should also do shoes. I think that would be another brilliant. Oh, OK. Or the history of doors. Doors are great. Soup. We've we've wanted to do soup. Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna well, let's do that next because we were gonna um, cook and do soup at the same time. What's soup about? <sighs> soup is about bathing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Bathing, <laughs> bathing in soup. Yeah. <laughs> bathing in a pea souper mm. as well. I also want to do candles. Okay. And I think candles are quite. I mean, it's not just about um, candle making. I'm fascinated. Candle by. making. Yeah. Um, I bought my wife a, a little candle making set for Christmas. Really? Like a little um, beeswax okay. candle and you sort of roll it all up. Because who controlled the candles controlled the light and who controlled the light was in a very powerful position. We could do the history of light uh, and history more broadly light. the history of the Enlightenment. But um, Can- yeah, it's, it's to do with political and social control. If you think about... Ooh, nice. So at the moment you flick a switch, you turn it on, but you couldn't do that before. And wandering around with your candles, who... Who does it? And actually, it was the tallow chandlers. <laughs> no, it's about murder. Is it? Candlesticks. Mm. Oh, of course it is. Mm, and candlesticks. Darkness. If you have it's a really look, if you have a look in Old Bailey Online, yeah. you just put in... Old Bailey Online is a superb resource. Just all the Old Bailey uh, documents. So you just type in candlestick, and the number of murders with candlesticks is quite phenomenal. Um, but it's also about... Um, it's about religion. So ritual religious candles, it's about candle clocks, it's about life. Yeah. The tallow chandlers, it's about electricity, it's about Christmas trees. The religion thing's important. It's to do with ritual. It appears yes. in ritual a lot. There's yep. a lot of light of, of lighting of flames, lighting of candles, and also dowsing them, putting them out. Yes. Mm. Lighting and candles and bells. I bet there's a lot of um, material culture associated with candles. The, yes. The, the, the little kind of hat things. You yes. Go, you put them on top and it, it fizzes out. Keys. Keys are about locks, privacy, power. So who has the key? Yeah, who is the key holder? Who's the key? The key to unlock your heart. Mm. Um, keys, and, as in the key of the city. Yes. So it's just about status. Harry Houdini, great escape artist, um, throwing away the key. Yeah. It's about it's about prisons. Keys in heraldry. Um, you know, there are all sorts of things that we could do with that. I like that. I like that. I don't know much about early privacy. No. I think um, it's probably to do with boxes as well, isn't it? It's to do. With, it's to do with yeah, boxes and keeping things. So if we have a look at back to our Vikings, yeah, um, some of the artifacts that survive from the archaeological record are early keys and locks, which gives you a sense of a society that wanted to keep things locked, keep things private. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Yeah. Mountains. Oh, I love mountains. Yeah. Mountains are all about freedom. Mm-hmm. So well, the principle there is that people live in the mountains and the police can't get at them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're cut off. They're they're away from communication systems. Yeah, get away from authority. Exactly. So there, there are all sorts of wonderful periods in history where large areas of easily accessible land are controlled, whether it's by the Romans or the Greeks or Napoleon or whatever it is, but not so up in the wilderness of the mountains. I know. I couldn't yeah. have put it better myself. Oh, thank you. It's, it's yes, superb. Language as well. It's, Language. It's this, 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 yes. this whole kind of like... Uh, removal from mainstream society. Yeah. So you have these fascinating tiny, tiny communities which sort of develop on their own and and have have a sort of unique way of life. I have just climbed up a mountain Ooh. in about two hours south uh, east of Beijing called Mount Tai. It's a sacred mountain. So emperors used to go up there. Seven thousand steps. It's it's been it's oh been God. stepped. Not paved. Step. It's been stepped. stepped. There are steps. Seven thousand from the. I could barely How walk many miles at the is top. That? I'm not sure. It took six hours. Oh, you can do it. We were filming all the way up here. You can do it in two hours. What was really interesting is the um the, the sort you of you kept the... running out of film. How <laughs> <laughs> to go back to the bottom? Pick it up. Um, when we arrived, there were loads of people selling walking sticks, and I was like, oh, I'm barely forty. I can. I don't need a walking stick. I would have paid a thousand pounds for a walking stick. But I, I could not I move. Oh my god! Um, and anyway, you are you are quite fit. Quite fit. So it was sacred mountain. Really interesting. There are other sacred mountains all over the world. Excellent. Yeah. Newspapers. I'll, I'll pop in my new newspapers. Ooh. Not just about news and politics and and reading and but also about homelessness. Uh, living in uh, living in America for a while, I was struck by the disparity between rich and poor and and a lot of people in the winter on the streets and the importance of newspaper as padding as an insulator to keep to, as an insulator and if you read George Orwell's down and out in London and Paris there are all sorts of papers used in all sorts of ways Boris the character Boris stuffs his shoes with newspaper mm. for example yeah so fascinating we, we shame shame i want to see the history of shame Ooh, that is good. I sense it's going to be very Victorian. <laughs> I think they got a bit buttoned up there. I think there are lots of people who are shameful. Uh, um, shameless. Shameless. I think that would be a fascinating one. I think that thing makes me think also about um, feathers. Feathers is about shame. Why? As well. So the white feather, the feather of cowardice. 
So the people who are shamed into not go shamed because they do not go to war. Mm. Oh, okay. So and being tarred and feathered as well. And being tarred and feathered. So it's about tarring and feathering. They, they are shamed in public um, and covered in yeah. feathers. So tarring and feathers, briefly, it's a, it's a public ritual of humiliation and yep. you are you have hot... It will, damn nearly kills you as well. Yes. You have hot tar poured all over you and then you're covered and then you in are feathers. Covered in so feathers. You're, you're yes. essentially turned into, into a bird, into an animal. Yes. And then it's awful. Mm. And it's also about literacy and quill pens uh, and it's about uh, Native American history. Mm -hmm. So it's about ritual and culture and uh, Native American headdresses. What about pain? Do the history of pain. Uh, I'm, I'm a coward. I, I don't like pain. <laughs> no, I don't like pain. Could you talk about it though? Can I talk? We about, can I talk quite, about the history of pain. I quite probably could. Um, I mean, you could talk about that in really interesting way. Different kinds of pain, sort of emotional pain. You could talk about torture, somebody's ability to endure pain. Yeah. You talk about pain and childbirth. You could talk about pain relief. A history of pain relief. I think that would be uh, that. That would be fascinating. It, it brings me back to. Uh, to an NCT class, so this is child childbirthing in class, very sort of you know British middle class thing to do. Um, but I remember um, one session was about was about pain management, and they got the entire class to stand up, and you had this sort of spectrum of what you would do, and if you went on that wall, um, it was natural childbirth, and if you went to the opposite wall, it was drugs <laughs> almost the entire class moved to the drugs wall uh, except except this one poor woman uh who was sort of stuck alone by herself wanting this sort of beautiful natural childbirth in a bath mm -hmm. at home yeah well childbirth is obviously a fascinating history and some, yes we, we've talked a few times about um this early early document on midwifery yes Mm. But we didn't just want to brainstorm, did we? We wanted to also tell people about what we'd been, what we've been up to. Yes, and our plans. We have lot. We've been doing lots of things. So we've been, we've over the last year or so, we have turned the podcast into a big book, which is going to be out in October. Yes, called Histories of the Unexpected, which is thirty different chapters. And we've, I think we've talked about that in the past. Mm -hmm. Let's go. So, thirty different chapters. Have you got the chapters there? Have I got the chapters here? I think I do. If I go to my, um, if I go to my chapters, uh, here we are. Box. <clears throat> these are the things we discuss in our forthcoming book: the hand, the glove. So, some of these we've done as a podcast, and some of them we haven't. And the book, we explore things in much more depth in a different way. Uh, the hand, the glove, the perfume, the bubble. That's my favourite one. Shadows, beards, clouds, dust, clocks, needlework, which I suspect is one oh, of your favourite ones. Yeah, I love that. I love that too. The itch, holes, the bed, dreams, hair, the paperclip, the letter, boxes. Courage, mountains, chimneys, tears, lions, rubbish, snow, cats, the smile, the scar, the lean. Um, that's bonkers. You should all listen to the podcast on the lean. And the signature. And the good thing about this, the, 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 I see the good thing, the clever thing about this is that, we, is that the, the whole thing follow, follows this sort of journey. So one chapter goes, then feeds into the next chapter, feeds into the next. And by the time you get to the signature, you then return back to... The hand, the hand at the beginning. Start so it's like a, it's a circular journey. It's an unpredictable and unexpected circular, circular journey, journey through history. Yes. Yeah. So we're quite excited about this. We it's are... going to be lavishly illustrated and available for purchase. But we are also... We've just been choosing the pictures, which is we always have actually a fun, just been doing the fun stage in, in, the, in the history of any book. I love doing it. So you I have to work out which ones you want to be in colour, which ones go into the text. You've got to work out which ones you actually 
are discussing in the text that are essential to the book. Um, and then you have to trawl through the archives of the world, finding out who owns the, the copyright of and these permissions pictures. and yeah, copyright. That's and, less fun, yeah. um, but it's uh, it, it's been an enjoyable enjoyable process. Which of those images is your favourite? I like the holes one. Some of the holes one, the um, medieval manuscript with the little hole and the dragon behind it. Okay, so yeah, these are holes in medieval manuscripts where the uh, illuminator, the illustrator, the monk, whoever's writing it and, or colouring it in, <laughs> um, has has doodled around the hole in the manuscript, revealing a bit of his personality. But it, they're very varied, the, the illustrations. So we've got about 90, um, and they go from paintings and portraits that we've been describing to objects a lot of posters i enjoyed the james dean ones because that, oh, that came into the history of brilliant. the lean and we're physical men leaning leaning and looking really cool because it's exactly. the opposite of of the standing upright in in the military and there's the fabulous one of the the um young lady walking around with a book on her head exactly <laughs> they actually yes. did that yes <laughs> deportment classes so what we're doing is as part of this as part of the book coming out we're going to be doing some touring around. And what we thought was, rather than doing a sort of standard book reading, uh, entertaining though they are, that we would do something a little more special. And so what we've done is we have transformed the book into a live show, a one-hour show. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we've. Uh, I was working with a, a very good friend of mine and an extremely talented playwright called Daniel Jameson. Hello, Daniel. Uh, hello, Dan. He's, he's one of the UK's leading playwrights. He's absolutely fabulous and hugely imaginative. So I, I gave him our book, um, the, the chaotic, <laughs> unexpected journey that it is. And so he's taken a number of subjects and um, we explore each of them with props at props and actions and so it's it's a it's a whole lot of doing as well as talking visuals and sound yeah. and video it's going and... to be a feast for the senses it certainly very is very much looking forward to that we're just um we're kind of we're topping and tailing the details of the show right now so you should all come and we've got a series of about 12 to 15 dates so far. That's right. They'll be up on our website soon. And we've also been sorting our website yes. out. So this has been ongoing for a couple of years now, I think. Um, do we what... have a web address? Are we are we announcing that? Yes, we do. We do. We certainly do. And our web address is historiesoftheunexpected.com. Oh, who would have guessed, Surprisingly <laughs> enough. And it is, it is, it's lovely. I love it. Yeah, so it's got all of the, all of the uh, episodes on which you can explore. It's got a bit of blurb about each episode. We've got all of the featured images, everything we discuss. Um, we've got a little bit about our books, a, bit, a little bit about our live shows. And coming soon is going to be an unexpected little online magazine yes. where we're going to have mini articles about the things that we discuss yes and we have to thank our wonderful intern lee jane who's been lee jane giles uh who has been working with us over the last year putting together these really clever introductions so you'll get a chance to see all of those yeah and the magazine it's not going to be um it's going to be more focused on the historical things we we, we discussed for example the sources so it'll yes. be about the book it'll be about a shipwreck it'll be about a painting yeah um so you'll be able to explore all of the content in a completely different way uh, much more focused on the actual objects that we discuss not the theme that they feature in so for example if we are discussing a 18th century painting um showing some ladies itching scratching their itches, removing lice from their hair, you'll be able to actually read all about the um, 
the object that we discuss yep. there. So that is, um, it's going to be a slightly ongoing process as well. So bear with us, but we're going to get these magazine um, magazine articles up as soon as we can. Yep. Fleas. Fleas. I think we should do, we should do fleas. Yes. Um, There's some, some great stuff about dressing people dressing fleas up. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, the Pitt Rivers Museum. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. One of my favourite museums. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wandering around there recently and came across this tiny little flea that had been... Well, I thought dressed up. I, I talked to my Victorianist colleague, the terrific James Gregory, who said that, in fact, he didn't think that they were actually real clothes, but possibly painted. Nonetheless, this sort of Victorian curio of yeah. of fleas or performing fleas. So a flea circus. Flea circus sounds Flea good. circus. Or, of course, it's about the plague mm. or John Dunn's The Flea or William Blake's Ghost of a Flea. I'm becoming slightly obsessed with John Dunn at the moment. I love yeah, something I've come across through unexpected. I, I obviously heard about John Donne, but I didn't know much about him. But I've been no. reading his poetry. It's just ah, uh, I have fabulous. many. I have many a good friend uh, who is a member of the John Donne Society. Oh, okay, I've in fact written on Donne. Oh, I've you? written on Donne's letters. Hmm. Yes, uh, pathways, Dun Dun. James. Pathways. I want to do paths. Paths. Because I've been, I've always routes, been slightly obsessed roads. about the yeah Ooh, the southwest yes. coast path. Oh yes, particularly it's all to do with that's all to do with um, customs and trying to run away from. I've from been reading McFarlane's um, book about old ways. The old ways. Yes, yes, which is that. all about. I yeah. mean, it's the most extraordinary book. Different sort of path paths, different surfaces. Yeah. And the sort of the, the sort of incredibly complex history that goes yeah. along with that. Whips. 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 Mm. That's good. So whips is about torture. We can think we've talked about whipped Peter in the past. Yes, we have. Yeah. We could talk about flagellation. It's all about exercise as well. So the Ooh. Chinese have these whips with a heavy and huge bull whips. Right, they they must be fifteen feet long. And, nice. and men, it's a, it's a male activity. Stand in parks in a kind of Indiana Jones way, wielding these things around their heads and and cracking them. So if you walk around a Chinese park, you have this amazing soundscape of, of whip cracks going off all the time. They're really noisy. Oh um, yeah. Uh, I really want to have a go with one of them. But they do it as an exercise. So, you know, they strip down big, strong guys. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I wonder what the history of that is. No idea. I wonder. We need to we need to investigate. The kiss. Oh, that's a lovely kiss. one. Okay. Kiss is about love. It's about affection. But it's also about power. Mm. It's about, you know, kissing kissing the ring. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All um, good. Beaches, I'd like to do. Caves. Ooh, beaches, caves. Pottery. Curtains. Uh, light. Moon. Darkness. Landscape. Yeah. Eggs. We've done eggs. We've done eggs and really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that. Tables. Listen, um, knives. We're going to leave you all forks, there. He's going to keep going. Hanky- Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Handkerchiefs. We do want to do hankies, definitely. Yes. Um, if you like what you're here, please leave us a review on iTunes. All of this stuff is coming soon to your ears. Subscribe to the podcast and tell all your friends. We're on Twitter. Follow me at Dr. Sam Willis. And you can follow me at James Daybell. And you can follow us on at Unexpected Pod. We are proud, truly proud, to be part of the excellent History Hit Network, home of Dan Snow's History Hit and other fantastic shows, but not quite as good as Unexpected. <laughs> so everyone, check out the website, historiesoftheunexpected.com. Look for the book um, and come and see us live. See you soon. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.